If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, welcome to another episode of Rock your money, rock your life. And that's what I love to do is help you become financially free so you have the time to do the things you want in your life. You've probably heard that you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. Today, I want to encourage you to stop and reflect for a moment on who you're spending most of your time with. Are they supportive? Are they encouraging? Are they motivated? And are they action takers? Or are they unhappy, unmotivated, and stuck? or somewhere in between. Whoever you surround yourself with, they have a ripple effect on your results. The good news is that surrounding yourself with high achieving, motivated, happy people accelerates your success. And that's the whole point of this show. When you're ready to take the path toward financial freedom and fulfillment in your life and find out about the various masterminds that are available to you, if you're a high achiever, then we have room for you in our community. Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. So, you know, I usually start with um, people telling me about their, you know, when they grew up and all that kind of thing. But you feel like you're you're still at that stage where you're not like us oldies in our 50s, right? So you got a lot of a runway ahead of you. But what have you learned in this short period of time on this planet? I mean, I think the, the biggest thing that I... I try to live by is that we are our biggest projects, right? It's not actually the thing that we're working on, the thing that we're doing. It's, it's us and everything that we should be doing or are like, we should be spending our time on or things to actually just make ourselves better people. Um, and for me, it started off with, uh, if I was just, if I was programming a new app or a new website, I'd, I'd try a different language. So I was learning something new and making my skill set better, but, um, it can be down to like, Hey, new experiences or how I'm, how I'm challenging myself or doing new things. And, um, I think if you optimize for new experiences and just making yourself the best version that you can possibly be, um, I think everything else follows suit. That's beautiful. How much of the population do you think shares your values? I think I'd say probably a pretty wide amount. I mean, I think values is one thing, but I think like motivations are very different things. Like, I would say that I think it's it's really hard to get motivated to do something or to like actually like get yourself up and yeah, I think make change or build something. But I think when it comes to values, I, I, I'd say that most people are probably on the same, the have the same mindset or thought around how they try to live their life. Yeah, I could, I could, that makes sense. <clears throat> let, let me just put it in, in these terms is that People talk about wanting a great life, being able to travel and have financial freedom, have a great body, et cetera, but few are willing to pay the price. Yeah. And so that's more my question is how many people are learning based? How many people are consistently waking up every day trying to be a better version of themselves, go out of their way to serve, to honor, to learn from the crap that happens? What percentage of the population? <sighs> Probably not a huge amount, but I don't think it's because they don't want to put in the work or because they, they aren't 
motivated. And I mean, we see this with our, our students at Skillbank all the time. Um, so they actually just don't know it's an option. Like they don't actually know that there's a possibility or a way that they can actually wake up and go travel or they can create that life for themselves because their family, their parents before them were paycheck to paycheck. The parents before them were paycheck to paycheck. And I think just knowing that you can break that cycle is I think a superpower in and of itself. And I don't think a lot of people realize that they can do that. So, yeah, I mean, I would say probably not a large majority of the population thinks that they can take their life into their own hand, but they also probably think that it's not possible to do that. Yeah, no, I think you're hundred percent right. I think there's a lot of people that just don't know what's available out there. And so they, you know, they're in a fish tank uh, and they swim around that fish tank when there's an ocean that's available and yep. they just don't know and nobody's fault, no blame, but they weren't even taught to think Go travel, expand your thinking, look at different ways, try different foods, right? Speak a different language. Uh, a lot of times, I think I heard a statistic that 56% of Americans don't have a passport, which means that 56% of the country doesn't leave the country. I can't even That's imagine crazy. that. I, I average 26 trips a year, right? So what what do you, what are you guys doing over at uh, SkillBank? Yeah, so SkillBank is a marketing school that's completely free up front. Within 15 weeks, we teach you paid media. So you learn how to run Facebook ads and Google ads and Amazon ads. And the whole goal is, is by the end of the program, we'll place you at an ad agency or a startup where you're making at least $40,000 a year. After you get placed in a job making at least $40,000 a year, we take 10% of your salary over two years. So... We have people coming into the program that are making an average of anywhere between 15 to 20K a year. And then our average currently leaving the program is about 65 to 70K a year. So we're able to take people in middle America that want to change their life. They want to they wanna land a job. They want to get out of working out of that, that working multiple full-time jobs at Walgreens and Starbucks and right. McDonald's. And um, they want to make a life for themselves and get out of that cycle. And we're there. So to it's mostly minimum wage you take minimum wage people and you bring them up into an increased income. Is that mostly what you do? Yes. Yeah. Within marketing. And what are the skills that, that most people are lacking in order to get there, but you teach them? So, I mean, the technical skills first and foremost, so like, how do you actually run Facebook ads and Google ads and how does the platform work? But on top of that, it's, it's a mindset, right? It's like, how do you actually like, how do you reach out to companies and land a job? Right. How do you prepare for those interviews? How do you salary negotiate? So, our whole program isn't just structured around teaching those technical skills, but helping you actually get that experience and learn how to represent yourself to companies. And every week, our, our, we, have, we have projects that are due for the fellows. And within these projects, they have to actually pitch their project to the rest of the class. And this does two really important things. The first thing that it does is it teaches them how to just talk marketing terms and actually share ideas. And it's so important to have those skills down for your interview. But the second thing is it gets them comfortable with, with talking about marketing and it gets them comfortable with feeling good about what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? I am 24. How long have you been doing this? I started Skillbank in 2019, but I dropped out of college when I was 19. So it would have been back in 2016. And I ran an ad agency for four years before, before starting this. So what makes you the expert? I'm not an expert. I, uh, it, the thing was, is I, I, I learned how to make money and run a services business and I learned how to hire people and build up a company that way. But 
I noticed when my friends graduated from college, they were just behind me. Like, like I just like, I knew so much more about the market, how to actually do things. I'd gained a lot more experience and you, you don't need a four-year degree to go to college. Like, you don't need a four-year degree to go into marketing. Like, it's just, I think it's ridiculous to ask that of someone. And then my friends who did study marketing in college, they didn't learn Facebook ads or Google ads or SEO or organic, um, what these agencies are actually hiring for. So when I started SkillBank, I mean, the biggest thing that I realized was just like, hey, there's a gap in the market, but um, I'm the least knowledgeable person on my team. <laughs> I've been very lucky that I'm with a group of people that I think have had a lot more experience in the space and are, are there to guide and help. Did you ever read the E-Myth? The E-Myth? No. Okay. Well, you're, you're doing what he talks about is know your own strengths, hire people into your weaknesses, and hopefully people that are smarter than you, and then, you know, set the vision and then get out of the way. Yep. All right. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and, you know, a lot of our team has run boot camps in the past or have been on boot camp teams. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very blessed to be surrounded with really cool people. So who are your mentors outside of this this particular, you know, tribe? I mean, a lot of our investors have become mentors to us. I mean, I, I would say like outside of SkillBank and in general, I have a lot of friends that are in the startup space and have built companies. So I think just listening to them and saying like, hey, like, what are you guys hiring for now? Or um, if you were to hire for a marketer tomorrow, what would that person look like? So I think it, it really helps with keeping a pulse on the market. But also uh, when I first dropped out of college, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without one particular guy who visited Purdue and he was an alum. His name is Art Norens. He was the founder of NorOne. It's a, a scheduling platform for people that um, are booking hotels. And Art was visiting Purdue and the Purdue Research Foundation asked me to show him around our entrepreneurial campus. He offered me a job at his company that summer, and that job is actually what helped me drop out and convince my parents into letting me take six months off. So having people like him in my life that I think have taken those chances on me and have said, hey, yeah, if you're willing to put in the work, we're here to provide the resources. It's been game changing. You know, a lot of people say as well that like, oh, like you're really successful because of luck. And like, not that I've specifically heard that recently, but I mean, you hear that was with a lot of people that have become successful. It's like, oh, they got lucky. They're at the right place at the right time. Luck only really comes to people that work hard and are there to put themselves at the right pace at the right time. So yeah, it's just been, it's been a lot of grinding. <laughs> yeah. You know, meet a successful person. They won't tell you it was luck. Yeah. Meet a struggling person, a person that has all the answers. They'll tell you that, that successful person was lucky to make themselves feel better. Right. But you, you, you know, anybody you talk to that has created anything a dent in the universe, moved the needle, being creative, created value in the marketplace. They did it with extreme focus, repetition, and a whole bunch of relentlessness. Absolutely. Because otherwise it would already be created. Right. If it was easy, everyone would do it. I think that's like the most, the most important and, thing. For anyone and all the easy stuff. Yeah, all the easy stuff everybody's doing. Going to a drive-through is easy. Yeah, half the planet does it, right? It requires no effort, no skill, just a couple of dollars in your pocket, and you can go to a drive-through. And yeah, right. But creating something new, being innovative, uh, building a team, casting a vision, hiring, training, supporting, inspiring, firing—those are all skill sets 
that are very impressive that you've inquired at 24. So I would uh, tip my hat if I had one to you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a two-part question, and then we'll start wrapping it up because I know we have a hard stop. But number one is, who influenced you more, your mother or your father? And the second part is, what's in store for you in the future? Yeah. Um, okay, so who influenced me more, my mother or my father? I think... I think my father is like more within me, if that makes sense. Like, I think we have a very similar, similar temperament in the way that we act or respond to things is very similar. But I think uh, my, my dad was a doctor growing up. So he was always in the cath lab working. Um, so I think like just spending a lot of time with my mom, I think she's had a lot of influence on me. And, you know, I think she was a stay-at-home mom growing up and she'd always say to us that like, you know, like you have to, you have to really put your career first. And like, she always really instilled that with us at an early age to be self-reliant and not dependent on anyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful. I think for the values that she instilled in us at such an early age. Sounds like a nice blend. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And that makes a lot of sense because, you know, there are successful people out there and I don't know you that well, but I, I make a judgment that you're fairly grounded and you have some, some, you know, stuff that keeps you more or less together. There's other people that are very successful, but they come from a, such a damaged childhood mm -hmm. that, you know, it's more like an obsession. It's their identity. And, and there's, there's dysfunction around it because yep. it becomes the be all to run away from the pain of not being enough. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was, I was very fortunate to come from a family that was higher middle class. You know, like when I, when I first dropped out too. I knew that if like, hey, for some reason this job falls through or whatever, I have parents that could pay my rent that month. But like, we have a lot of students going through Skill Bank that don't have those opportunities or don't have those resources to be able to put themselves into positions that they'd be able to drop out of college or do something like that. So that's why I'm really passionate about this because I think if there were more people and more resources for people out there that to help them get to a point where they can become successful on their own, they'd take it. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. That's great. So tell me a little bit about, because when you come from a fairly comfortable, we'll call it fairly comfortable upbringing, you have a, an above average amount of drive. And I always say to people that energy comes from your vision, right? Mm -hmm. You have a vision for something, you know, and I tease the guys. I'm like, Hey, you got a vision for the girl across the bar. You get some energy, you get up and you muster up the courage. You walk across and you ask the question, you get totally embarrassed and you have to go back and whatever. But the energy for the movement came from casting a vision in your mind of what was to be that created positive vibes for you. So bring us inside your vision. When I, when I first got into startups, the, I actually, I originally really wanted to be an influencer. Like I really, I've always really enjoyed creating content. Um, for me, it was like, I wanted to be a YouTuber growing up. Like that was my, that was my number one thing. Um, but over time, I started to realize that it's it's not sustainable to be a content creator. You know, if you stop creating content for a month or two, you're no longer relevant. You know, people stop to recognize you. Um, there was a point when I first dropped out of college, I was pulling in around like one to three million views a month on LinkedIn. And like that was my that was my platform and that would, that's what I was trying to build. But I realized that if I built a company, something that was sustainable and it ran on its own. I could build notoriety or get known for actually like building something that like people were using and was actually like changing their life rather than just for 
being some random person that's making YouTube videos and like trying to get you to laugh. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think that there's yeah. a lot of value in that. But for me, I've really at the end of the day, I just enjoy building things. And like, I realized even with making YouTube videos, I enjoyed the process of slicing together the clips more so than actually putting myself in front of a camera and talking for right. the minutes. So, so maybe yeah, you're more I mean, of the, started. more of the managerial type. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, like, sure. you like the day to day. Yeah. I like, I like getting my hands dirty. You know, I like, I like yeah. the process of actually building something. Right. I'm seeing it come to life. Yeah. So visionaries love working with people like you because you take that, that middle piece and you keep everything functioning at a high level of efficiency. You know, all the moving parts, you know how to slow down the visionary and say, whoa, 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 we're not ready to digest that anymore. Right. Maybe you're investors yeah. and you're able to make everybody feel good in the process. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, and then the vision for SkillBank is, is I want to build the biggest community college in the country. I think that there's a really big opportunity here for us to disrupt these four-year universities. Um, not that right now what we say is, is like, we're not trying to compete with them. Um, I think we're an add-on. So like you can go to college and then go through SkillBank. We're only 15 weeks long. And we have some people that are taking our program while they're going through their last semester of college. Are you but- virtual? Yeah, completely virtual on Zoom. But yeah, what we're seeing is, is like, I think in the next 10 years, get an associate's degree and go for two years and then like, or go through a boot camp, not even particularly skill bank, hopefully skill bank, but yeah, and actually get the skills and land a job. And I think like, that's the whole reason we go to college in the first place is to get us prepared to land a job. And I think college has become more of an exploratory place. Like, I'm glad I went to college for those two years before I dropped out. Uh, I got to party, I got to drink, I got to go to clubs, you know, like I got to, I got to meet people and explore different ideas. But when it came time to work, it just wasn't the right place for me. It cracks me up that we all get what college is about. And yet there's a, another part of us that tricks ourselves in believing that graduating from that one particular place makes us such a better human being, right? Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just so cross. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. trying to become like a doctor or a lawyer then like, yeah, go to college. Yeah. Parents almost vicariously want to have their kids to have a good time. You know what yeah. I mean? And just party and enjoy life. And so I guess it's a phase of life. We call it something really cool. It's something else, but it's all good. So where can people follow you, find you so that they can get access to your teachings? Yeah. So if you want to check out SkillBank, we're joinskillbank.com. Also on all socials, we're at joinskillbank. So you can check us out there. Um, If you want to follow me, I'm at the Mahak Vora on all social platforms. So yeah, the and then my full name. Well, you know, you really epitomize what I teach in my mastermind group, which is young, entrepreneurial, spirited, solving problems, uh, paying attention to what your strengths are, rallying people for a vision based on something that you saw as a pocket of inequity, and then filling that gap by adding value. And so um, you're just a really great model for us. Thank you so much for being so super cool and so super elegant and so super smart and so super successful and an inspiration to so many others. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great interview. And that is it for this episodes of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and or hit the button and be part of the journey of these episodes that are released once a week. So we'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on grabbing life big. 
So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.